Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. We've had week 10, so we are in double digits now. Um, we so do have sad. a little bit longer this season, don't we? We've got, you know, until week 14, until the playoffs begin, but still, we are, uh, yes, we are coming to the end already. Way beyond the halfway point. It's quite quite sobering, really, that uh, fantasy is uh, starting to see it's, it's, it's dusk. Yeah, it's the same every year. Once you get past week 10, uh, it does start to feel a little bit sad, uh, knowing that at some point we will not have football in our lives, but we will make the most of it for now. Yes, exactly. And the beauty of Dynasty is, of course, uh, trading in the off-season. and uh, Always a thing. So, so, yeah, we've got that to look forward to, at least. Anyhow, we should probably dive into to the week 10 top 10. Um and it's, it's an interesting one. Uh, there's, it there's, is. There's quite a few guys in here that, that you would potentially expect and some guys that you've potentially not actually seen before this season. So we'll dive in. First up, we've got Keenan Allen, who had a whopping 42-pointer this week. Uh, so 11 receptions on 14 targets, uh, which, funnily enough, is exactly the same as the player after him. Um, <laughs> he had 175 yards and two touchdowns, so he had a very, very good day at the office in that loss to Detroit. Uh, yeah, it was a ridiculous. I mean, it was a crazy game. Obviously, Detroit edging it by a by a field goal. Um, but Keenan Allen's been fantastic all year. Even if the Chargers themselves are quite bad, he's the what he's the receiver two on the year in um, in full point PPR. He's averaging over ten targets a week. Um, yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to see him in the top 10 again. He did go off, I believe, with a small injury. I haven't heard too much um, more about that. He's considered day-to-day at the minute, so I think he should be fine for, for next week. Yeah, and obviously, being the number two wide receiver, number five overall, he's absolutely somebody that you would be very pleased to have on your roster, uh, yes. given that he was getting picked. Very uh, late. Quite quite a bit after yeah. some of the top guys uh, this year. And to be fair, I, I didn't expect him to be doing as well as he is. No. I think, um, obviously, having Williams go out with an injury for the majority of the seasons definitely helped his numbers. Um, but yeah, I mean, while ever, while ever you've got a prolific thrower as your QB, Keenan Allen is always going to be uh, catching a lot of balls. So, yeah, 14 targets. Mental. Uh, next up, another guy with 14 targets and 11 receptions. We've got C.D. Lamb. He also had a uh, rushing attempt of 14 yards and a touchdown. Oh, uh, and on his catches, he got 151 yards and a touchdown. So, very, very similar stat line to, to Keenan Allen there. Uh, and it's, it's, yeah, not the first time we've seen C.D. Lamb in this top 10. Uh, no, obviously, the last, last three weeks, he's been the wide receiver one. Two and two, and um, the Cowboys are absolutely rolling. Uh, Dak Prescott, uh, Prescott is cooking as well. He's been phenomenal over the last three weeks. Some say he's entered the MVP conversation. Um, and CD Lamb in general's got a pretty nice schedule the next few weeks. Um, and especially for the playoffs, he's got a very tasty schedule. So he's the wide receiver five on the year. But I, I wouldn't be surprised with the way they're playing that he that he improves on that and enters that top three. To be honest, he's been unbelievable the last three weeks. Yeah, he's he's really come alive, and I mean, when you're putting up forty nine points, um, <laughs> you know, you, you he's going to be involved, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> you 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 wanted you you want some guys on that Dallas offense. Um, speaking of guys on the Dallas offense, we've got Dak Prescott, number three, with forty points, the best QB performance this week. Uh, so two rushing attempts for seventeen yards and a touchdown, uh, and passing wise, thirty five. Pass attempts, twenty six completions, so pretty damn good there. Four hundred yards and four touchdowns, so very very good day. Uh, five all purpose touchdowns for Prescott this week. 
Uh, yeah, again, similar to Lamb, um, the Cowboys in general have sort of found their form after the bye week. Uh, since the bye week, um, he's got, what, 11 touchdowns to only two interceptions, plus the rushing touchdown. Um, the Cowboys are a very good team, there's no denying it now. Um, and yeah, the schedule outside of a couple of tougher games is, is pretty favourable, um, especially for the passing attack. So I think, again, I think Prescott will be lights out the rest of the year, to be honest. He's really impressed me these last few weeks. Yeah, it's a very good performance there. Uh, a bit of a drop off to our next one, but it's another Dallas Cowboy. Uh, we've got, we've got, I think for the first time this season in the top ten, definitely uh, the first is, time is uh, Brandon Cooks, who has come, come out of nowhere really. I think his previous high scoring performance was uh, week six uh, against the Chargers, where he got fifteen points. So he's more than doubled uh, this week. That's uh, that's nine catches on ten targets, one hundred and seventy three. Yards, so more yards than Lamb, uh, in in spite of the fewer targets and receptions, and he also got a touchdown there as well. Yeah, um, I don't think we haven't seen him before. I, I don't think we'll we'll see him again, to be honest, because it it could be him. Um, Michael Gallup's also been very quiet this year, but has played. So I don't think um, Cooks will be one to rely on necessarily. Um, but I guess in deeper leagues or if you're struggling, um, given the volume of that Cowboys passing attack, he, he might be a decent start for the rest of the year. Yeah, definitely. He's uh, he's, he's one of those players with a low ceiling, but uh, sorry, low floor, but exceptionally high ceiling, I guess. Well, I'd be on a, an offense that, again, can put up uh, 49 <laughs> yeah. points. Yeah, there's a good chance that some of those uh, passes are going to be coming your way. Um, <laughs> and next up, then, we've got our... Um, First, uh, first lion. And we've got Armand Rasen Brown, who we haven't seen as often, I think, as we expected to see this season. But here he is in the top 10, 32 points there, two rushing attempts and nine yards. He also caught the ball eight times on nine targets for 156 yards and uh, touchdown. Oof. So, yeah, very nice, very nice performance from Armand Rasen Brown, who is the number seven. Uh, wide yeah, that's, the that surprised me when I just checked that. But yeah, I guess going back on the on the game weeks, he has had a couple of wide receiver top 10 finishes. Um, and yeah, the Lions in general are, are capable, as we know, of putting up a lot, a lot of points. Um, uh, to me, he's what, he is one of the top 10 best receivers in the league anyway. Um, so I think we'll definitely see him again. Uh, and the Lions are, to me, also one of the best teams in the league. So yeah, Amonra, very, very good. Yeah, absolutely. And the next up, our first tight end uh, we've got and a, and a Viking. I'm yes. very pleased to say TJ Hawkinson comes in uh, on 30 points there. He had 11 catches on 15 targets. So I think that's Good the most Lord. targets of the week, potentially. Um, yes, no yes. one got more than 15 targets this week, um, which is which is insane, really, for a tight end. Um, 134 yards and a touchdown, so... Very well played for Hawkinson this week. Um, I know going into this week, I was telling you that I was I didn't really fancy our chances against New Orleans, but I shouldn't I shouldn't doubt Josh never, Dobbs. Never doubt Dobbs. So, that's yeah. what I'm starting to learn. That's, that's, that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Hawkinson was fantastic. I think that just double checking that does put him as the tight end one on the year. Um, obviously, I think Kelsey's but Kelsey's been on a bye week. Um, but yeah, Hawkinson Hawkinson has been pretty consistent all season. Obviously, the tight end position isn't deep uh, but he has been in the in the top four most weeks which is phenomenal um and like we said with them um, with Dobbs playing as good as he is um then Hawkinson is going to be a great pick as it turns out absolutely yeah he's definitely someone you want on your roster um and I think obviously we, we were talking a lot about uh Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey going into the year but I think 
Hawkinson's probably edged it out as the the Titan two, really yes. um, out out of the out of the three of them now. Um, Andrews hasn't quite been as electric, I think, as anyone hoped he would be. Um, but yeah, great great performance there from a tight end. And next up, we have a B Robinson, and it's not Bijan, uh, <laughs> it, it's Brian, um, who who had an absolutely fantastic day. Um, he's put up modest yeah. numbers all season, nothing particularly spectacular aside from his week two performance against Denver. Um, but yeah, of we've course. got we've got a thirty pointer here, so and none of it on the ground and thirty eight <laughs> yards. Yeah, and then it's six catches on six targets 119 Sorry. yards and a touchdown so for a guy who doesn't really do too much in the air he suddenly just blew up this week for context the most the most targets he's had all season before this week is four, four uh, yeah. and that's an exception uh, to the rule he's had a couple of weeks where he's had no targets in the air but i would say his average looks like it's two two, two yeah. targets um so yeah six six targets and uh, six catches is yeah Extraordinary for for Brian Robinson there, who is the yeah. number six RB on the year. That is crazy. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, looking at the numbers, obviously being the RB six on the year surprises me because just looking down the list is his best finish in the last five weeks is the RB seventeen. Um, but he's had two RB one weeks now. Um, as we said, none of it on the ground this week, so it is perhaps a little bit of an outlier. Um, but as we know, with Sam Howell leading the NFL in passing yards, if Robinson can sort of consistently add this string to his bow, then um, it might be better going forward. The knock on Robinson was always that Antonio Gibson, I guess, would get more of the passing work, but um, we'll see if this is a trend going forward. Yeah, and if it is, he's he's a oh, he's well he's, he's a league winner. Uh, if if this continues, um, you know, you pick him up in a very very late sort of eight ninth tenth rounds of yeah. your draft, and and then he's performing better than any of your running backs that you picked <laughs> in your first sort of three or four. And yeah, it's it's crazy good good news for anyone who's a, a Robinson owner right now. Uh, just not Bijan. Uh, no. Next up, <laughs> uh, obviously with with the uh, the amount of points that were put up there, we couldn't. Couldn't miss out Justin Herbert, who comes in uh, next with 28 points. He had four rushing attempts for 15 yards. But, of course, it's in the air where he's uh, most prevalent. So 27 completions on 40 attempts, 323 yards and four touchdowns. So, yeah, great performance. Shame shame the uh, the defence gave it away for them. Yeah, um, you've summed it up pretty well there. Um, Herbert's obviously the, the QB4 um, on the year. Um not much of it on the ground. He does have three rushing touchdowns on the air, but most of it is through the air. He's been fantastic most weeks. The weeks he's been down, like we said, is just because, unfortunately, the defence, the the coaching, just they're not a very good team. But Herbert is that good that he, he will be in the mix every week, luckily. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so next up, our penultimate player, Mike Evans, Tampa Bay. Mike Evans, yes. Uh, 27 points there. So that's uh, six catches on 10 targets, uh, 143 yards for him and a, and a touchdown. So just a solid wide receiver performance there for uh, Mike Evans, who, you know, you were bigging up coming into the year. Yes, uh, I was and he's right to do so. He's absolutely, yeah, he's, he's not proving you wrong at all. Uh, that is only his second game over 100 yards uh, this year, but he's he's still been so heavily involved in that Tampa Bay offense. Yeah, well, we've got, we've got six touchdowns on the year. Um, Tampa Bay's been, in, in general, better than I thought. Baker Mayfield's actually playing um, surprisingly well. Not elite, um, but definitely above average is Baker. Um, Mike Evans, this will be um, certainly on pace for his 10th 1,000-yard season in a row. 
um, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the year, he wasn't getting as much love as I thought he should, um, and he's justified it. He's now he's crept into that wide receiver 12 on the year, so yeah, fantastic from Evans. Uh, definitely one of the most underrated players in the league, somehow. Yeah, and he's another he's another differential maker, really. I think, yeah, he was going so late. If you pick him up anything after even the third round, really, he's uh, as, as the wide receiver 12, he's definitely paying you dividends at this point and uh, obviously he's, he's already had his bye week so uh, so you can look forward oh. to steady consistent points from him uh, moving forward until the playoffs um, and finally to round us out one of your top guys here is Jameer Gibbs who comes yes. comes back in sneaks back into the top 10 so he's he's been well he was a bit of a non-event for the start of the season but since week 7 He's just been a reoccurrence in this top 10. Um, so, yeah, it's a uh, good performance from him. So we have a total of 77 rushing yards on 14 attempts and two touchdowns. Oh, yes. And then he's also a little bit involved in the uh, receiving game with three catches on five targets and 35 yards oh. as well. Yeah, I mean, just fan- yeah, fantastic stuff. Um, obviously, he had week seven, he was the RB3. Week eight, RB1. By week, now he's the RB2. Um, on the week um, and the, the main thing is uh, I was discussing with you this was a game that David Montgomery did play as well yes so they can coexist together which is fantastic because Montgomery also had quite a good game ripping off that 75 yard touchdown run um, and I tagged you in that meme didn't I where Gibbs finally got a goal line carry <laughs> even with Montgomery in the game um, so yeah if, the, if this is a trend going forward then yeah Gibbs finally uh, is looking to pay um, managers dividends and he's the RB13 on the year so like the, the last three weeks have really really started to boost him up yeah, I think it says a lot for the running back position really yeah. this year that, <laughs> that is know, dire we've, we've got Brian Robinson and Jameer Gibbs who have you know each of them only really had three very solid good games, weeks but that's yeah. already thrusting them up into the kind of you know top well I guess RB1 conversation really maybe yeah. early RB2 which is just just crazy um, but yeah, that rounds out the top ten. I guess just looking at David Montgomery in comparison, uh, he he was a lot more efficient um, on the ground, but he just was not involved in the passing game whatsoever. So he had twelve rushing attempts for one hundred and sixteen yards. That's nearly ten <laughs> yards per attempt and a touchdown, which is which is fantastic from him there. Um, whereas Gibbs obviously had more more carries, but quite a significantly lower amount of uh, of yards, but. He had the touchdowns, which which thrust him up. So, yeah, as you say, if the two can coexist, you know, I would be happy playing either one of those um, as a starter each week. Yeah, hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I love the lines going forward, um, and yeah, they've they've started to uh, give Gibbs what he deserves, which is a lot of touches. Yes. Um. So, Jenny, any any notable. Um, guys to talk about yeah I think a couple of guys to shout out we've already mentioned one he was just outside the top 10 but Josh Dobbs again with with over 25 points I mean what more can you say about him Um, so so two games two two wins some of the plays he's making um, I saw a clip of the one where he rolls out and then runs it in um, and the, the coach, Kevin O'Connell on the sideline, is literally speechless yeah. on the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> it's just absolutely insane. He's like, um, he's like Pete Kyler Murray. That's, yeah. like, that's the kind of vibe I get from him, is Pete Kyler Murray. 
Um, yeah, so it's just crazy. Uh, put, he's put the Vikings right back in, in contention. Um, and obviously, you're due to get Justin Jefferson back as well, I believe, shortly. What's going to happen with it's, these guys getting together? It could be, it it could could be, be the next carnage. Great thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, big shout out to Josh Dobbs. Um, I, I didn't think we'd see him put up a performance like this again, but Noah Brown again, just yes, under yeah. 25 points. Obviously, with CJ Stroud cooking. Um, I watched that game in full actually as well, um, and he's just getting open. He obviously he's, he's a bit of a speedster. Um, CJ Stroud can hit the deep ball as as good as anyone in the league. So um, yeah, going forward, he's he's certainly one to look at as well because he is still available in a decent chunk of leagues. Yeah, he's a great streaming option. The fact that he so, so the top receiving yardage this week was Keenan Allen. You've then got Brandon Cooks with 173. 172 is, is Noah Brown. Yeah, which crazy. Which is you know, 20 yards more than, than Armand Rass and Brown. So it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, he's just kind of come out of nowhere. Long may it last for anybody who managed to pick him up off a waiver wire. And then I'm just uh, looking, one more shout out. I did mention him last week as well, but he just, he keeps, um, he keeps getting better each week, which is nice to see. Another good performance from Javante Williams again. My yes. Broncos getting the fantastic nail-biting win against the Bills, which I stayed up for, so I'm still very tired. Um, but yeah, 21 carries uh, each of the last two weeks. He's over 20 carries, and he's getting involved in the passing game as well. Um, so yeah, another one to watch going forward, I think. Absolutely. No good good all-round uh, view. I think, just speaking about that uh, that that Buffalo game, Stefan Diggs was a massive disappointment. Oh, for a lot yeah. Of people this week. Uh, <laughs> Three for 34. Yes, not, not the best stat line. Uh, out there, I would say. And then, did you see his? Did you see also Trayvon Diggs, his brother, uh, also tweeted that he needs to get out of there. Yeah. So stirring the pot a bit there. Doesn't look good, <laughs> does it? Doesn't look good. Um, but yeah, that was that was probably one of the most abysmal performances. Uh, they the were league. the Bills' offense looked like I said. I watched the full game every play. The, the Bills' offense was bad, like really bad. Yeah. Um, granted, the Broncos' defense has had a bit of a resurgence, but they were at home. Every time Josh Allen threw the ball, it just looked dreadful. Like yeah. it looked, it looked like we were going to make a play on the ball every every time. It was awful. Yeah, it's not good. I guess another person that, that we've not actually mentioned for a while, but someone oh, yeah. I was quite excited about coming into the year was Calvin Ridley, who's you know obviously suspension last year. He comes back in. He has an absolutely fantastic first game. First game, yeah. And then he's just just died quite, since he? he he's never matched that that game. And I think this week alone, four points for him. Uh, just, just on yeah. the uh, two catches. So he's the yeah. wide receiver forty three. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, so, yes, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's it's not good. Like someone we were just talking about, Noah Brown, um, is it's weird to say, but I think we're in a position now where I'd, I think I'd rather have him for the rest of the year. It's very weird to see. Um, but yeah, he's just not. Not doing very well. The Jags in general and Trey, uh, Trevor Lawrence, sorry. Um, the, the passing attack's just not been very good. No. No, it's, uh, yeah, I think they were an offense I think we were all excited about going into this year, but uh, yeah. not really, we've not really talked about them <laughs> much no. since. Um, no, they've they've got six wins, but it, it is the, the only player really we've been excited about is, is Etienne, who's, be, who's been pretty solid. Yeah, very good. And then one last thing before we move on. Not sure, not sure what will happen, but um, obviously Derek Carr went out, concussion protocol. Um, as soon as Winston came in, we we finally saw some uh, glimpses of Chris Olave. So whether, I'm not sure what will happen with Derek Carr going forward. 
Um, but Winston and Olave seemed to have a decent rapport, which was nice to see. He caught the touchdown and a couple of, a couple of nice big chunk plays, which was nice to see because that's another one who's hugely disappointed me all year. Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh... It's been a, it's been a tricky one, I think, for the younger wide receivers. Obviously, Garrett Wilson's another one, isn't he? Who, yes. You know, we expected something great. But, Massive I mean, things. QB situations certainly yeah. <laughs> certainly messed that one up. Um, Okie dokie. So moving into week eleven. God, how did we get here? Um, I guess we'll start off with uh, with our first game of the week, which should be a good one uh, in the Ravens and the Bengals. Yeah, I'm off Friday. Definitely got to stay up and watch this one. Um, both teams coming off. Um, crippling uh, losses um, in which they gave the game away. Uh, CJ Stroud beat the Bengals and then the, the Ravens just gave, gave the game away against the Browns. I think this will be a fantastic game. For the Bengals, I think it's must win. Otherwise, they are out of the playoffs. Um, but the Ravens' defence is very good and they usually do get the Bengals' numbers. So I, I do actually think the Ravens will will get the win here um, and I'm not expecting too much out of the Bengals. Um, T Higgins is still injured with it being a short week. So Jamar Chase is set to probably have a good game, but I, I, yeah, the Bengals again looked looked pretty bad against the Texans, unfortunately. Yeah, it was um, quite shocking, really. Um, yeah, to be honest, on both counts, as you say, and I think the Ravens, the, the Ravens have just been playing so well. Obviously, last week not not necessarily included, but the way they have just shut out some of the best teams in the league has been very impressive. I think mm. Burrow's just he's been okay this season, but he's not been he's not been last not been himself Burrow at no. all. So. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a hard one for the Bengals, I think, this week. Um, moving on, then we've got the Browns and the Steelers. Yep, so another another divisional matchup. Um, Steelers are a very weird team. Um, they've been outgained every every single uh, game in terms of yardage, which is crazy. But they are somehow six and three. Uh, Kenny Pickett, I saw a stat, also has the least turnovers by a QB in the league. Granted, they don't throw it much. Um, but I think this will be a tough game in general. It's going to be a very defensive game with two of the top defences in the league. Uh, both quarterbacks, although are winning, don't look very good to me. Deshaun Watson's been bad. Pickett's been bad. Um, so I am expecting a run-heavy game here. Um, Najee Harris has looked better. Jalen Warren's one we haven't spoke about, but he's been phenomenal these mm-hmm. last few weeks. If you picked him up, great job. Um, and then the Browns, obviously, with Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt. So I think it'll be pretty run-heavy, uh, but low scoring in this one, I think. I would be inclined to agree. Um, so next up, we've got the Dolphins and the Raiders. Oh, okay. Um, Dolphins, Raiders. Raiders obviously have rallied around their new coach. Two wins out of two. Granted, it was against the New York team, so not really saying much. Um, but the new Raiders coach did come out and say, um, it's simple, I'm not stupid, I need to get the ball to Devon Adams and Josh Jacobs. Finally, yeah. they've, they've realised they're their best players. Um, so they're definitely both worth starts, I think, even with the quarterback situation. Um, however, I do think the Dolphins bounce back in a big way after the loss in Germany. Um, and I, th- I think the Dolphins do bring the Raiders back down to earth here um, with the likes of Hill and um, Devon Achan, I believe, is scheduled to come back as well. Yes, I think he is, which, which is exciting. Um, exciting to watch. So, yeah, I think the Dolphins get the get the win and, and send the Raiders back down. Yeah, that sounds sounds probable. Looking forward to Achan returning because... Uh, yes, he's just electric. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lions and Bears then next. We've got a battle of, battle of uh, creatures <laughs> in the NFC North. Uh, yes, so I've just literally, while we've been recording, had the notification through that Justin Fields is is scheduled to start um, okay. on Sunday versus the Lions. So that's sort of, that is big news. Uh, that means the, the Bears will be a little bit more exciting. Although I will say Tyler Bajant has been, 
has been pretty good to watch, um, considering um, his situation. Uh, but again, I, th I think the Lions, unfortunately, are just too good. Um, Fields' first game back, I'm not expecting too much out of him. I I'm not starting him if I've, if I've got the option. Uh, whereas on the Lions side of the ball, obviously with what their offense did last week, I'm, I'm starting all my Lions players. You know, Amon Ra, Sam Laporte, um, I think is going to have a good game. And then as we know, the two running backs is an absolute monster. Very good. Uh, next up then, we've got the Jaguars and the Titans. Just been talking about how the Jaguars are not too exciting these days. No, yeah, like, like I said, they've somehow got six wins, but yeah, offensively, um, Lawrence has as many touchdowns as, as turnovers, which is not what you want. Um, ETN's been good, uh, so I think, again, he's worth a start, but that Jags passing attack is, is, is just looks bad. Um, I do still think they get the win, but that's more just because their defence, they do lead the NFL in takeaways, and Will Levis, obviously, is still fairly young in his career, so I do think the Jags get the win here. Um, but I think that's more just because the Titans aren't a very strong opponent than than the Jags being actually good. Yeah, that's a good assessment there. Next up, then, we've got the Packers and the Chargers. So, yeah, mm. I mean, with the, with the Chargers being as prolific as they are in uh, throwing the ball, I think it's probably going to be a win for them. But it'd be nice to actually see some of those Packers wide receivers catch the ball for a change. Yeah, it's, it is a shame, like you said, because they do. I like, you know, I like, I like Romeo Dubes. Where obviously, you love. We both love Christian Watson, um, Jalen Reed. Also, um, I, I thought Spots has looked amazing, but yeah, Jordan Love after the start of the season has just not looked very good. Um, as bad as the Chargers are defensively, I, I do think even they can't blow this one. Um, I do think the Chargers get the win here. Um, keep an eye on those injury reports, of course. Gerald Everett and Keenan Allen on the injury report at the minute. Um, but he, to be honest, even if they're out, I think the Chargers and Justin Herbert are, are, are good enough to dispatch of the Packers here. Yeah, I would agree. Um, next up then, ooh, the Texans Thanks. and the Cardinals. Now, if, if we were talking about this at the start of this season, I would be not too impressed yeah, with this. Yeah, just matchup. move over. Yeah. But now, Texans are, are electric. It's great to watch them. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, CJ Stroud, I, I could not be more impressed and disappointed that I drafted Bryce Young in Dynasty, um, <laughs> but we'll see, uh, we'll see, yeah, Texans are uh, definitely playoff bound, I don't think there's any arguments there, uh, some people this week have come out and said CJ Stroud has entered the MVP conversation, if he, if he keeps the play up and gets them into the playoffs, given that collectively they've only had 11 wins in three years, I think you've, you've got to say he probably, he yeah. probably certainly will be in the conversation, um, as we discussed earlier, the passing attack for the Texans is amazing. Um, Tank Dell's been phenomenal. Last two weeks, Noah Brown's been phenomenal. Um, Jordan Schultz, amazing. Even got some production from the run game last week with Singletary. I, I don't know if that will that will stay. Um, that was his that was his career um, high in terms of rush yards. So I'm not sure if that stays. But the game will at least be competitive. Obviously, with Kyler's return, he came back least last week and got the Cardinals the dub. Um, I still think the Texans win, uh, but I don't think it'll be a blowover just because just because Kyler did look quite quite good last week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okie dokie. Next up, then the Panthers and the Cowboys. Oh uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we were just discussing obviously the Cowboys' um, ability to to put up to put up big scores, which they've done a few times this season, uh, mainly against the Giants, but still. Um, yeah, uh, you're starting all your Cowboys players here, aren't you? Um, the Panthers, unfortunately, and I do feel bad for Bryce Young because it, it's not that... I, he's, he's not played well, but the Panthers as an organisation, unfortunately, they just don't have... 
they just don't have many good pieces. You're probably still starting Adam Thielen, same as every week, just because of the target volume and the game script will mean the Panthers have to throw. Um, but yeah, uh, this will be a, a massacre in favour of the Cowboys, I would have thought. Yeah, I, I don't see any other outcome, but maybe we'll be surprised. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, next up then, Commanders and Giants. Yeah, another, yeah, I mean, it should be another walkover for the Commanders. Um, the Cowboys, uh, the Commanders' defence, actually, I'm just looking now in my Dynasty League, is projected to get 12.6 points, which you don't often see from defences. But unfortunately, with the Giants starting DeVito, um, yeah, they looked absolutely dreadful um, last week against the Cowboys. So I think the Commanders get the win fairly comfortably. And big shout out to Sam Howell, who just every week keeps keeps producing, despite the fact, obviously, he's still getting sacked a, a decent amount of the time. Uh, so yeah, Commanders get the win. Um, and they've been impressive, even though they're four and six. I've, I've liked a lot of the Commanders pieces that we've been discussing, the likes of Robinson. Um, Jahan Dotson's also had some, some big games. And yeah, Sam Howell, as we said, leads the league in passing, which is crazy. Yeah, insane. Um... Next up, then we got a uh, forty-nine against the Buccaneers. Yeah, um, we we were just shouting out, obviously Baker, um, for his for his play this season. Um, he's he's kept them in the mix in that division, in that awful awful division. Um, but yeah, I think the Niners again they bounced back against the Jags, demolished them. Uh, Brock Purdy uh, back to his usual self. The only downside was um, Christian McCaffrey's touchdown streak did end, even though they were trying to get him the ball literally every play towards the end of the game. Um, which was quite fun to watch. So yeah, I, th- I think the Niners are just are just too good for the Bucks. Unfortunately, um, you are still starting Mike Evans just because he's he's pretty consistent yeah. every week, mm-hmm. um, and probably Rashad White as well. I would have thought he's been involved in the passing game a little bit more recently, um, and has actually got in the end zone in the last few weeks as well. So Forty um, Niners win, but yeah, I think it it won't be a blowout. I don't think. No. Very good. Um, moving on, then we've got the Bills and the Jets, which. Yeah, I mean, I imagine the Bills should win this, but... They have to win this. They literally have to win this. They've already... They're at 500. Um, I can't, like I said, I can't say how badly offensively they were. And the Jets, although they are dreadful, their defence is still pretty amazing. Just looking at the stats versus the top quarterbacks, they kept Mahomes in check. They kept Josh Allen in check the first week of the season. Um... Dak didn't have a great game against them despite the win. Um, so the Jets' defense is legit, but the Bills have to win this game. I would be shocked. Obviously, they did fire their offensive coordinator as well shortly after the Broncos game. Um, you, you've got to get Stefan Diggs the ball. You just have to. So I'm, I'm ex- I am expecting the Bills to win, um, and I'm expecting a huge game Stephon, from Stefan Diggs. The new OC has got to be getting him the ball um, as much as humanly possible, which I know will be tough in that matchup, but you have to. Yeah, well, yeah, you've got to make sure everybody's feeling good at this point in the season as much yes. as you can. And if you've got him starting to, uh, well, he's renowned for being a bit of a diva anyway, but I think uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's just that good that, you know, it doesn't make sense to not get him the ball. So, 100%. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, so, next up after that, then we've got the Rams and the Seahawks. Yeah, so yeah, another um, divisional matchup. Uh, the Rams are scheduled to um, get Matt Stafford back. He's expected to start versus the Seahawks. That was the news yesterday, which is really good. Um, so Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua managers can breathe a sigh of relief. It won't be as dreadful as it was last week, <laughs> um, which was actually really tough to watch. Um, I still think the Seahawks win because they are, you know, under Geno, they've just been a better team. 
Um, they've been a fantastic team, actually. They're six and three. So I think the Seahawks get the win. Um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, the Rams, um, as we know, only pass to those two players. So you can still comfortably start those those two options. Yes, very good. Um, oh, next up then Ooh, we've got a the little Bronco, bit of rivalry. Yeah. Broncos and the Vikings. Yes, yeah, so yeah, obviously we'll both give our thoughts on this one. Um, yeah, it'll be it's going to be a tough one because the Broncos statistically over the last four weeks have the best defense from points per game perspective in the league. We're only giving up sixteen points a game, so it's going to be a case of does Josh Dobbs come back down to earth after these last two crazy weeks he's put up? Um, obviously, I'm going to say that's the case. <laughs> I would imagine you'd say I would imagine you'd say differently, but I just think I think we're on a roll. We've won three straight. We've beat two of what people thought were the better teams in the league. We've bought, beat the Chiefs and Mahomes. We've beat Allen and the Bills. Um, I'm going to say we get back to 500. Unfortunately, with it being the Broncos, it will be in very gritty fashion. Don't expect too much of an offensive explosion. As good as Russell Wilson has been, and he's top five, top six in most statistical categories, uh, the yards just aren't there. So I don't see many uh, either team scoring many points, but I'm, I'm going to say the Broncos get the win in a, in a gritty, gritty matchup. I mean, I, I hope you're wrong. Shock. Um, <laughs> sure. And uh, well, it, it, I think Dobbs is just that. He's just that unknown quantity, isn't he? he yeah, has, that's he's true. Just very different um, to to anything. I think if this was Kirk Cousins going up against you guys, then I would. You you'd know, be you'd be agreeing with me. I would be agreeing <laughs> with you. I think uh, as much as I love Kirk Cousins, but I just uh. think yeah, it's. It's going to be that dynamicism. I think that the fact that Dobbs can just make those crazy plays where he just keeps the play going as long as he can and then he just sneaks forward maybe sneaks forward. maybe that'll work against you guys but we'll we'll see i think um, it's not going to be an easy win though no not by, not by a long shot yeah i think it'll be a very close game um one one person I've, I've picked up in a couple of leagues um going against my broncos but that's our one weak spot seems to be against sort of uh against the running back uh, as we've seen so ty chandler i have picked up in a couple of leagues where i'm struggling for players so he, he's one to watch as well i think yeah absolutely um, next up then to to finish off the week oh, it's quite a, a quite a big one. <laughs> uh, it's a shame that it's gets so late. It's a shame this isn't in an earlier window. But the Chiefs against the Eagles. <sighs> yeah. Oh, what a game to finish the week. Um, both teams rested as well after the bye. This is gonna be this is gonna be insane. Um, obviously this will give us a big indication. A lot of people are predicting that this is the Super Bowl matchup again. This was this will give us a big indication. Um, both teams weirdly haven't looked their usual selves despite the record. Obviously, the Chiefs' offense has looked fairly inept, uh, which is strange considering they've got Mahomes, um, but they've got issues, obviously, at receiver, as we know. Um, and then the Eagles, again, despite the 8-1 and record, they, they haven't been blowing teams out, um, which, is, which is a little bit strange. So I, I think it'll be a fantastic game. If I had to pick, I, I, I'd probably lean just towards the Chiefs, I think based on what I've seen so far. I think at some point Mahomes will will go off and the team will score and the Eagles' defence hasn't been what it was last year. So I think it'll be a tight game, great matchup. Um, I think you can start pretty much everyone you want from a fantasy perspective because I think there will be points to be had. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if I had to pick, I think I'd, I'd edge the Chiefs by maybe, by maybe a score, but I think it'll be a fantastic game. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, some good ones in there. This some week. good matchups Absolutely. and some bad ones. Some <laughs> but bad yeah. Ones. yeah, yeah, fantastic. So that that gets us prepped for next week. I suppose just to round us out, then we'll uh, we'll just quickly run through our current standings uh, in our dynasty league. Oh, I don't uh, want to. So uh, <laughs> at the bottom, we have Kieran still uh, winless on the year. 
Uh, we then at four and six got uh, Alex, followed by uh, eight, uh, James, also four and six. Elliot, four and six as well at seventh. You, in spite, in spite of wanting to... I'm uh, trying to, to, to lose. Picks, <laughs> five and five. Oh. You are just in the playoff position. Um, so frustrating. We've then got Rohan also at five and five in fifth place. Tom, uh, Sorry, Sam is uh, six and four at fourth place. We then have Tom at seven and three third. Myself at seven and three second. And uh, then we've got Lewis sitting at the top on eight, eight and two. two, so very good, very good for Lewis there, um, who's who's yeah had the least points against all season by a significant margin. He's been very lucky. Oh God, think, he had not uh, realise. Yeah, he's got about one hundred and fifty points less against him than uh, than any other team. It's just luck, isn't it? It is luck. <laughs> you, you have the most points against you, and you're still fit. You're still, still coming in sixth. I've yeah. ripped off four on. I've, yeah, ripped off four wins in a row. Despite not obviously, I'm not. I'm not. I'm always setting my lineup, of course. But like, I am. I did. I honestly don't think I've been projected to win except against Kieran, and I keep sneaking it out. It was same the other night. The other night, I thought going to bed. Tom had Josh Allen. I had Russell Wilson. I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna win this," <laughs> and then I win. So yeah, interesting spot to be in. Um, I think if I get into the playoffs, I, I don't think my roster's good enough to win. Um, so I would still, I'd prefer to lose and just sneak out. But we will, yeah, we'll see what happens. But it's it's very close. No one's, no one's, apart from Kieran, no one's out of it. Yeah, it is, it is well, yeah, it's it's a win. There is a win in difference between uh, sixth and ninth, which yeah, is, which crazy. is crazy. Uh, and likewise at the top, it's very, very tight. Um, you know, we've not got any kind of, no one's running away with it no. uh, at this point in the season. Uh, you know, even at eight and two, Lewis at eight and two, there's still two teams behind him at seven and three. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be a hard fought battle for those bye bye weeks, spots, bye weeks but it's going to be a hard fought it. battle to to actually sneak into the playoffs as well. I think some people are going to be very disappointed because it'll be a narrow miss. Uh, but yeah no it's it's been an exciting season so far uh, and i'm looking forward to seeing how it winds up over the next four weeks as we uh, as we come to a close uh but yeah any any final words of, of wisdom before we sign off yeah, i don't think any words of wisdom um but um i say it every week but there is we've discussed a few of them today still lots of players available um on waivers if you are struggling um, and yeah, just good good luck to everyone for the rest of the season. We are about to make that playoff push. So yeah, good luck to all. Indeed. Very good. Well, we'll see you all next time and good luck with the matchups.